Today, we find Alex again speaking about a relationship with God. She spoke to Jill last time, but we find her speaking God's love into someone else's life. Let's listen and find out more about how to have a relationship with God. Hey, Alex, can I talk to you for a minute? Sure, Chris. What's on your mind? Well, I ran into Jill the other day, and she seemed so much more calm and peaceful. She mentioned that you spoke to her, and it was really made a difference in her life. I know how she was before, and I know how she is now. What did you say to her? Well, I just shared with her that God wants to have a deeper relationship than we sometimes realize. We know God loves us, but He wants to be included into our lives in a real way. He wants to be included in every area of our lives. So, He really cares for me personally and all that I go through? There are times when I really don't think He's even there. No, Chris. He is always there. You've received Him as your Lord and Savior, right? Yes. I attend church, but I don't always feel anything. Then I feel like I am on my own the rest of the week. Oh, God loves you more than you will ever know. But He is a gentleman. He can't make a difference in your life until you ask Him to. You need to want Him in your life and be willing to put Him in control. It's not always as easy as it sounds. It's a daily walk with Him. You need to give up more of yourself so that He can make you who He wants you to be, who He destined you to be. He really wants to be involved in every area of my life. You mean He cares about me and wants to have a real relationship with me? Why would He do that? He loves you. He's had plans for your life before you were even born. You know, the Bible shows us in Romans 8.30, and those He predestined, He also called. And those He called, He also justified. And those He justified, He also glorified. He has big plans for your life, and He wants you to enjoy your life. You know, ask God to reveal to you the plans He has for you. Then listen to His answer. He may answer you in a still, small voice in your spirit, or He may work through other people to tell you things you need to hear. You mean like He's doing through you right now? <laughs> yeah, like that. There are many ways God speaks to us. We only have to listen and obey. He may not work on your timetable, so don't give up if you don't hear anything right away. His timing is different than ours, but His timing is perfect. Just remember, He made you for a reason, to further His kingdom. That is why we are all here. But He wants us to have a fun, abundant life. Yeah, Jill was telling me that you mentioned you told her in John 10.10 10, it talks about having life and life abundantly. That really makes more sense now that I have talked to you. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. I have already learned a lot. I will definitely talk to God and remember that He wants to have a real relationship with me. That is so cool. <laughs> I'm glad I could help, Chris. You know, anytime you need to talk, just let me know. It's not always easy to put God in control of our lives, but it is so much better when we do. God bless you, and I'll see you later. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Well, hello, everyone. This Hi. Is 
This is Marcus. <laughs> and Trisha. And we are, of course... The Messengers. If you didn't know that, now you do. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> so today we are uh, going to do part two to our two-part series. <laughs> it, it's called uh, uh, Our Relationship with God. Yes. So today yes. we're going to be talking about some really neat stuff. If you haven't heard the first one, then we encourage you to go back and listen to that one first. Yes. This will make more sense if you listen to that one first. But this is a good teaching on its own. So so we're just glad you're listening. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, let's just kind of recap what part one was about. We had some verses in there. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, which is one of our favorite verses. And I'll let Marcus read that to you right now. Awesome. <laughs> so this is out of the Amplified Version, my, my favorite version right now. <laughs> and Jer- but Jeremiah 29 11 says for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you says the Lord thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you a hope and a final outcome and in some of the versions it says to, to, to give you a hope and a future yes and that's what God, God is all about for, with us yes it is so we talked about that how he loves you and wants to have a relationship with you we looked at 2 Corinthians 5.21, where he talks about he made Christ, who knew no sin, to be made our sin righteousness, so that we would have a right relationship with God through Jesus. We talked about Romans 8.32-34, that says, um, if, he didn't even, if God didn't spare even Jesus, then how would he not give us like a right relationship with him? And Romans 5.18 out of the NLT says, Adam's one sin brought condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. So we found out that it's all about the relationship. That's what it's all about. On part one, we each, Marcus and my son and myself, we talked about what a relationship with God means to us. So that's just a little more personal than we usually have it, but it was wonderful to hear from all of us how we think our relationship with God, what it means and how we identify with Him. So really go back and listen to that and see if any of what we say matches what you feel. And if you feel something different, if you want to share with us how a relationship with God means to you, then please contact on our website, themessengersradio.com, and leave us some information or on Facebook at... Uh, Messengers Radio. Messengers Radio, and leave us some feedback there. We would love to have some information on how you feel your relationship is and what it means to you. Absolutely. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, let's get on to part two. (laughs) (laughs) So we found that God wants an intimate relationship with all of us. He wants us to know him so well that we can get only our true joy and love through him. Amen. So we're going to look at 2 John verses 6 and 9. Now, I didn't say a a chapter because there's only one chapter in 2 John. (laughs) That's right. So, like I said, 2 John verses 6 and 9. And verse 6 says this, Love means doing what God has commanded us, and He has commanded us to love one another, just as you heard from the beginning. And in verse 9 it says, Anyone who wanders away from this teaching has no relationship with God, but anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ has a relationship with both the Father and the Son. 
Amen. I like that. He wants to help us in our other relationships by showing us what one should look like. God wants to be our example of right relationships to the world. That's right. So we'll look at Colossians 1, verses 27 to 28 out of the NLT. The other one from 2 John was also the NLT as well. But Colossians 1, 27 says this, For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you, Gentiles too. And this is the secret. So don't tell anybody. Shh. Christ lives in you. No, this... tell everybody. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no tell secret. everybody. Tell everybody. <laughs> Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing his glory. And in verse 28, So we tell others about Christ, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all the wisdom God has given us. We want to present them to God, perfect, in their relationship to Christ. All right. Well, you know, there are other verses in the Bible that teach us about a wrong relationship with God, too. Luke shows us how Jesus rebuked the man who hoarded money and kept things for himself. That's right. So we're going to be looking at uh, the NLT version of Luke 12, verses 20 to 21. But God said to him, You fool, you will die this very night. That's not good. No. Then, who will get everything you worked for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. I don't want to be a fool, do you? Uh, No. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Matthew 25 gives us the parable of the ten virgins. And that is talking about the people who are ready for Christ and the people who aren't. And you'll see that in this parable. Five of those virgins had enough oil in their lamps when the bridegroom came, but five did not and had to go back for oil. When they returned, the door had been shut and they were not allowed in. And the bridegroom is when Jesus comes back for his church, which is called the bride. All right, so Matthew 25, verses 11 to 13. This is out of the Amplified this time. Later, the others also came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I do not know you. We have no relationship. Therefore, be on the alert. Be prepared and ready. For you do not know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. Yikes. I don't want to hear those words. I did not know you. Yeah. (gasps) I love God and and we have a good relationship and I... I want that to last. <laughs> and we want that for other people as well. As yeah. many, everybody that we know. That's why we're here talking to you, is we want you to have a right relationship with God and you to know him deeper. And we love you and we don't want any of you to perish without knowing him. So this gives us an example of how we are to be ready and have a right relationship with God all the time. Again, in Matthew, we find the parable of the rich young ruler. Jesus told him the way to have right relationship was to sell all he had and give it to the poor, for he had let money rule his life. So out of uh, Matthew 19, verse 22, out of the Amplified, But when the young man heard this, he left grieved and distressed, for he owned much property and had many possessions which he treasured more than his relationship with God. Very sad. Very sad. 
This young man had broken the very first commandment. That's right. He had told Jesus he had kept all the commandments from his youth. And yet he was he, he had already broken the first one. So yeah. the first commandment, we, we see that uh, out of Exodus 34, verse 14. This is out of the NLT. You must worship no other gods, for the Lord, whose very name is Jealous, is a God who is jealous about his relationship with you. Amen. Some people think they have relationships that their other the other significant other is is weird and crazy and jealous but man you know god god loves you so much and he is jealous he wants all of you he doesn't want part of you he doesn't want just a little bit of you he wants all of you yes so we are also warned in matthew 6:15 that we need to do our part and forgive others for our problems with relationships All right, so Matthew 6.15 out of the Amplified says this, But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses. I don't like that either. That would not be good. If you, so if you hold something against someone, then God is not going to forgive you. So we need to be careful about how we treat other people. But the good news is, that now we have new promises through Jesus, showing us examples of good and right relationships. Jesus himself said in John 10, This is verses 14 to 15 out of the Amplified. I am the good shepherd, and I know without any doubt those who are my own and my own know me and have a deep personal relationship with me. Even as the Father knows me and I know the Father, And I lay down my very own life, sacrificing it for the benefit of the sheep. And we are the sheep. We are the sheep. That's right. He is the shepherd. So also out of 2 Peter 1 verses 10 to 11 out of the Amplified says this, Therefore, believers, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. Be sure that your behavior reflects and confirms your relationship with God. For by doing these things, actively developing these virtues, you will never stumble in your spiritual growth and will live a life that leads others away from sin. For in this way, entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be abundantly provided for you. That's a good promise. That is a good promise. I like that. (laughs) Let's look at one more. This is out of Romans 5 verses 10 through 11 out of the NLT. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. So friendship is also a right relationship with God. Abraham was known not only as a man of faith, but also a friend of God. Right. So Romans 4, verses 13 out of the NLT says, Clearly God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. Yes, that's very important to remember because there wasn't even a law back then before Abraham. The law didn't come until Moses. So Abraham was just, he just lived by faith and had a friendship with God and trusted him. Right. So also if we look at James 2, verses 23, and this is out of the King James Version, so if I stutter, stumble, or fall, (laughs) please forgive me. (laughs) 
And the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. That's good. And it's also important to remember that we have all the blessings of Abraham through Jesus. So when it says, you know, Abraham is a friend of God, you may not think that's important, but it really is because all the promises that God made to Abraham, we have that now. Amen. So a friend of God, that's what we want to be known as, don't you? (laughs) I do. But we can have that relationship with God by asking him not only to be our savior, but to be our friend. Invite him into your life. He wants to be a part of your life, your decisions, your everything. He loves you more than you will ever, ever know. Just talk to him and listen to what he has to say to you. God is a loving God and he does not want to hurt you as we saw earlier in Jeremiah. He wants to love you. He wants to love on you all the time. The truth may hurt if you're not where you need to be with him and he tells you so, but he will always speak in love. There is no condemnation from him, ever. No condemnation. He will only serve to better your walk with him. He needs you to further his kingdom and he just loves you. You can have an intimate relationship with him as soon as you let him work in your life. He is ready. Are you? Hmm. That's the question. That's a big question. So this, that, that's the end of our show. But at the end of every show, we want to make sure that we give you, the listener, the opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have never asked him to do that before. So this is really the most important decision that you will ever make in your life. It's more important than anything, uh, any kind of job, any kind of relationship, anything else in your life that you would make a decision about will eventually end. It will be, be over one day. But this is an eternal decision. This decides where you will spend eternity. Now, there are some people out there that said there's nothing after you die. And they don't know that. But we know because the Word, we, we trust in the Word. So let's really kind of see what does the Word say. So in Romans 10, verses 9 through 10, it says this, that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then a couple lines down after that, uh, Romans 10, verses 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. A whosoever is everybody out there. That's We've right. all been whosoever's at that point when he's talking about that. And I like the part where he says, you will be saved. It's right. not you may be saved, you could be saved, you will be saved. All right, so by by His grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is to do two things. You just need to believe and you need to receive. So if you're ready to believe and receive and change your eternal address, I'd like you to pray this out loud with me. Don't pray it internally. Don't pray it in in your mind. Say it out loud with your mouth. Let, Let these words come out of your mouth after I say them. Say this, Jesus... I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. 
I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. All right. So the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And now that you're born again, that means that there's a brand new you. Amen. Hey. So if you have prayed that, we want to help you continue to learn. Uh, we always say this at the end also. You know, the devil is going to come after you and try to make you think that what you just prayed didn't do anything. It was just words and they didn't mean anything. But if they came from your heart, they meant something. That's right. And do not let him steal that from you. So what you need to do is you need to get into the Bible. You need to read it. And you may not have a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, go to our website, themessengersradio.com. Click on the contact button and email us there. And we will do whatever we can to get a Bible in your hands. Or if you need some material to learn from, we will do whatever we can to get material in your hands as well. Yes. It's amazing the things that are out there. That, that But you got to be real careful about what you do and what you read, what you put in your mind. Yes. So it's important that you put the Word of God. If, if, it's, if you're reading a book or something about the Bible, make sure it's it, it's backed up with scripture. So, But we thank you guys for listening today. We hope this uh, has, has stirred you up and has changed something in your spirit yes. for, for the good. Yes, for the good. <laughs> absolutely. So, so think until, about your relationship with God. Absolutely. So until next episode, we love you guys. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. We pray that you've been blessed by the Word of God and that you continue to grow. We would love to hear from you. Contact us at www.themessengersradio.com.